0: for the end of the world. That's right. Listen to your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up! (laughs) Uh Got to do a little stretch there. (coughs) Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. I lost where I was.
1: <laughs> you remember that. <though. laughs>
0: this is your community spirit. This is Ord Energy
1: Mon. And this is Tree Song.
0: Today is Friday the 12th of March. All right. Mm, Yes. Are we ready for spring? I am. I am too. (laughs) Um, Today is middle name pride day. (laughs) Uh, I don't have a middle name anymore. I have one and I never tell people it. (laughs) What is it? Should I be proud and tell people? I
1: think you should be proud. It's Middle Name Pride Day.
0: Do you know what my middle name is? I don't think I do. No?
1: Because <laughs> Or-J-Beck.
0: <laughs> if you say that really fast, Orgy beck <laughs> But um, my middle name is Jehovah. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> or Jehovah means light of God. <laughs> so I am proud of my middle name. I have a connection
1: to... Something. (laughs) And I, my middle name, as we actually mentioned on the last show, used to be Patrick. uh, I believe after an uncle. But now I have no middle name. My name is Tree Song. Well, tomorrow is (laughs) Genealogy Day. Ah.
0: So you might want to check and find out what that name came from. Yeah. (laughs) So. I'm going to play in the background a little bit of sunshine music because...
1: I've got to chill. Hmm. So, We've got sunshine on a cloudy day.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Tomorrow,
0: Saturday, is Good Samaritan Involvement Day. It's also International Day of the Seal. And that reminds me of that joke.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, we are collecting jokes for... We have a show on, what, April 2nd. So we're going to do an April Fool's Day... Show, And so if you have any jokes, please forward them to us. Ideally, we'd like them to have some type of environmental, social aspect to them, but um, we have a half hour, so <laughs> if we run out of jokes, we might just talk about your mama jokes, um, <laughs> as in Mother Earth. That's your mama. <laughs> so... Please email those jokes to info at
1: your dot org. Or you can email them to me at treesong at treesong.org. Tomorrow is National Open an Umbrella Indoors Day. I thought that was bad luck. I well, guess maybe it's good luck on National Open and Umbrella Indoors Day.
0: Well maybe you know somebody who wants people to have bad luck came up with a day <laughs> for people to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, it's just like you'll have some... I don't know.
1: Why is it bad luck? I don't know either. It's
0: a silly silly superstition. Um, Tomorrow is International Fanny Pack Day and Planet Uranus Day. It's also the anniversary of the earmuffs. And it's the first day of Deaf History Month. I don't think they correlate. Huh. Earmuffs and Deaf History Month, but hmm. that is
1: interesting. I wonder why they picked it to be like from the middle of a month to the middle of the month. I don't. They have months that are that way. It seems I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so coming up on Sunday, we have uh, Check Your Batteries Day. Day to check the batteries in your smoke detector. Your Carbon monoxide detector. All it could that be sort of also thing.
0: a day that you just take off and you know check your batteries of your you know yourself. <laughs> Do a little relaxation.
1: Yeah, it's also the day that uh, daylight savings time begins. <laughs> now, uh, my my father used to tell a little joke because there's the the thing that you remember: spring forward and fall back. Now I won't tell what his joke was because it'll only confuse you. But since it's springtime, you spring forward and set your clocks forward. So, coming up this Sunday, it's time to set the clocks forward. and uh, We lose an hour, but we gain some sunshine.
0: (laughs) I I think that's a good trade-off. I definitely think that's a good trade-off. It's also International Ask a Question Day. What? I think, why do we have to have a specific day to ask a question? (laughs) But... All I ask right. questions every day. Yeah, so you should question all the time, mm-hmm. especially internationally. Um, it also is Pi Day, as in 3.14 day. <laughs> it's the birthday of Albert Einstein, the genius. <laughs> I wonder if they correlate.
1: Uh, yeah, could be.
0: Okay. Monday is Brutus Day, the Eads of March.
1: Oh, the Ides of March.
0: I knew I said it wrong.
1: Hmm. You didn't have to correct me. (laughs) Yeah, you did.
0: You should have. True Confessions Day. I confess I cannot read.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, coming up on Tuesday, the uh, Black Press Day. Uh, Ooh, Freedom of Information Day, coming up on Tuesday.
0: It's also Lips Appreciation Day. (laughs) Yes, that means you have freedom... To talk, and freedom to express yourself about lips. <laughs> Wednesday is St. Patrick's Day. Are you ready for the... No, that was,
1: <laughs> I should let you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, can't do a very good uh, Irish bureau guy there.
0: <laughs> it's pretty interesting that St. Patrick's Day here just happens
1: to be National Day in Ireland. <laughs> well, I'll be. What a coincidence. A quinky game. But it has something to do with St. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, coming up on Thursday, uh, absolutely incredible kid day. Um, As if anybody has a kid who's not—they're <laughs> all incredible in their own way. Uh, awkward moment day. Ooh, awkward. <laughs> companies that care day. Uh, probably a short list there. <laughs> uh, forgive mom and dad day.
0: That's why it's awkward moments day.
1: Yeah, it's awkward moments day because you go you go to work and you say today is companies that care day, and no, nobody I meant cares.
0: It. Forgive Mom and Dad Day. Come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an even more awkward day then.
0: Um, for some reason, it's National Biodiesel Day. Hmm. The day of smelling cars exhaust to see if it smells like french fries.
1: Yes, the, the day to offer critiques of uh, biodiesel. <laughs> there
0: we go. So that's our um, calendar of holidays. We will get to our calendar of events in one second. Listen. Today's Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner, dinner features Irish food with Matt for St. Patrick's Day. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be lots of cabbage and potatoes. I suck at this Irish stuff. I'm just, <laughs> just talking a normal me <laughs> voice, which is no such thing. Okay. Top of the morning to you. it is still morning so that works (laughs) Um, every Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Guy House Interface Center there are this international slow food dinner starting at 6 o'clock come learn how to cook last week was so extremely extravagant it was Iranian food was am I already skipping a week (laughs) Um. when they did Iranian food there were 67 people Mm-hmm. It was amazing, more than amazing. It was fun, interesting, music, information about the country, and lots and lots of people talking, talking, cooking, eating, and even better yet, cleaning. <laughs> Exciting times! I- I'm getting ready for a spring in the farmers' market. We're counting can- down.
1: Yeah, we're counting on it's almost there. It's uh, in April that starts back up. Yeah, we we're waiting for those veggies. Yep. Somewhere out there right now, someone's trying to grow veggies for us. Grow veggies, grow. <laughs> so, uh, coming up uh, tomorrow, Saturday, the Vigil for Peace, which happens every Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. at the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale. That's right, where the Town Square Pavilion is.
0: And it's an important time because we're getting c- coming up on the seventh anniversary of the start of the Iraq War. So... Um, We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Next, let's see, March 11th. I think that's next Thursday, right? I might be smart enough. Natural History of Southern Australia and Tasmania. March 11th at 7.30 p.m. at the Carbondale Township Meeting Room. That's at 217 East Main Street. The Shawnee Group Sierra Club is sponsoring John, a well-known naturalist. Not a naturalist. <laughs> a naturalist.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and photographer who will give us a wildlife picture tour of his trip to the land down under. Free and open to the public. Um, that's that. Actually, <laughs> that sounds... I, I have uh, no idea what Tasmania looks like. Like, literally, the only thing I know is the Tasmanian devil.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's and a
0: bird, right?
1: <laughs> a... Surely there's uh, more natural wonders there than uh, the Tasmanian devil.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, the real Tasmanian devil
1: is a bird. Well, I don't think it's a bird. I think it's like a mammal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Please um, email us and let us know and straighten us out,
1: because <laughs> we're not too smart sometimes. <laughs> All right, let's see some other happenings. Uh, what else do we have in happenings?
0: There's well, we're talking about the seventh anniversary of the start of the Iraq oh, yeah. War. Oh, Th- yeah,
1: there it is. The there, there are several student groups that are uh, leading the planning for the seventh anniversary of the start of the Iraq War. Um, inspired by the recent submissions of a film on the Raging Grannies at the Big Muddy Film Festival, Several granny-aged peace people have proposed forming a contingent of grannies for the Saturday, March 20th, Stop the War vigil and March. That's what I like. <laughs> grannies coming out. Yes, and if you're interested in joining the grannies, you can call Celeste Williams at 203-3571 or get up in your best granny outfit and show up. Excuse me, what's a granny outfit? <laughs> it's a good question. I mean,
0: if you are a granny, isn't that just clothes you wear?
1: Whatever you wear is your granny outfit. There you go.
0: (laughs) That is not this Saturday. That is next Saturday. Yes. March 20th. Stop the war. Vigil in March. Bring the troops home now. All right. Those are happenings. If your happening was not on our happening list, that's because you didn't happen to email it to the happening guys, which happened to be us yes <laughs> i just made up a poem <laughs> not really but um please email us your happenings info at your dot
1: o-r-g or or you can email it to me at treesong at treesong are you being lied
0: to about recycling look at that bottle of juice you just drank The detergent you're going to use, the plastic backer on the desk calendar. What's on all of them? That familiar little chasing arrow graphic with a number in the middle. That means it's recycled, right? Or recyclable? Sorry, no, not quite. For all but the most forward-thinking and deep-pocketed locales, primarily only number one? And number two, plastics are regularly recycled. That <laughs> covers us, doesn't it? Number one and number two, plastic? That's right. Excuse me, what? How can that be? It says it's recyclable on there. Are we being lied to? <laughs> theres I personally have said this on the show before, that recycling is BS. Just straight, complete. I don't... Care for it, I do it, but I think more important than recycling is not buying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, they have a lot of people don't know with the three R's that they're in the order of what you should do them like reduce, reuse, recycle. The first thing you should try to do is reduce, and then reuse if you can't reduce it, and then if all else fails, you got to recycle it.
0: I mean, people are just like, okay, I recycle, I don't have to worry about (laughs) not buying it, I don't think about it. Now, I have come up with a proposal that there's not three R's. There's actually seven, (laughs) and recycling is the last one of them. After, refuse, rot, refill, repair, return, repurpose, and maybe you could say there's actually eight R's if you get in there and say radical. (laughs) That's right, because ultimately, recycling is BS. (laughs) And I actually posted this um, with pictures on my blog this morning. (laughs) And I don't know. I've never mentioned that I have a blog. I actually have a blog on my business website that I only, you know, talk about green and renewable energy stuff usually. You know, it's my business, so I don't talk about everything. But it is on the news section of... um, my website at aessolar.com or
1: theenergysolutions.com. They both go to the same place. <laughs> so. so let's see. Other stories out here. Uh, this sounds like an interesting one. How to provide relief to rural Americans, create jobs, and lower emissions all at once. That sounds like a few different things that people want to do. So see what they have to say. Oh, you didn't want to say the inappropriate part? <laughs> Oh. You want me to say it? Oh, go
0: ahead. Which inappropriate part? Um, I'm not going to call this retrofit
1: for rednecks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, that
0: would be inappropriate. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, most homeowners in the U.S. would come out ahead if they invested in energy improvements, new insulation, sealed windows, more efficient boilers, that sort of thing. So why don't they do it? Simple. The upfront costs are steep, and the paybacks can take a long time. Many homeowners don't have access to the capital to cover those costs, or they worry that they'll move before the costs are paid.
0: Well, most of them are just paying their utility bill barely, so they don't really have the excess money. They don't realize if you set, you know, 5% of your buy and then do energy efficiency, your bill will come down. Yeah. So, um, if you can come up with even half of the uh, upfront cost, did you know that there's a cash... For caulkers program,
1: mm-hmm. cash for caulkers.
0: That's yeah. This is a program. It's an Energy Star program. Um, they don't really call it cash for Calkers, <laughs> but we call it that. I That's mean, a
1: it's a more creative name for it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it,
0: you have to caulk the holes in your building to make it so that the heat or cool stays in there. And um, the the problem with the majority of programs out there is they do not cover people in the boonies yeah. uh, it does not cover rural homeowners and the majority of um, homeowners um, who live in the boonies live in you know pre-manufactured or trailers which are very poor quality um, over 20% of rural homes are manufactured homes which are of course substantially less efficient and even though they're generally smaller and their electricity is generally cheaper. They use two hundred to four hundred dollars more a year on energy bills. So I come across that. We did a bunch of energy audits out in Indiana, and we found out that you know th- they were all using a lot more energy because, well, yeah. a mobile home or trailer or manufactured home. Um, it was not very insulated. I mean, that's the truth. And so um so given that the majority of them make roughly $10,000 less per year than um urban homes, it's not chump change for them to spend this much more a year. Second, rural homeowners, Americans are precisely the mo- ones most Politically hostile to climate action, which they see as a liberal political program that primarily benefits cities and coastal elites. Direct energy benefits to rural homeowners could help change the political landscape and ease further action. So there are programs you can take advantage of. You know the Energy Star program, um, the Cash for Calkers, and then there's also the Pace program, which offers loans that cover the initial cost and then pay back over time based for your energy savings. Hmm. So, you know, they loan you the money you do a fix up and they do, I mean, they figure it out, you know, if you do this, it's going to save you this much money on your electric bill. Yeah. And therefore, you're going to have that much money to pay us back. Easy math.
1: Yeah. It's it's one of those for them. It's one of those reliable loans that, you know, assuming you do this and uh you know, do this insulation and such, they know it's going to cut down your energy.
0: (laughs) Yep. So if you would like more information about either of these programs, please email us. We actually have an email list. We only have like a half a dozen people on it. But if you would like to receive what we talk about on the radio show in an email, email us.
1: Info at yourcommunityspirit.org. And we will email you. (laughs) All right, so here's another story. Uh, Photoshop, like F-A-U-X, as in faux, fake. Fake. (laughs) Big Oil uses fake Americans to attack fake energy taxes.
0: Well, we don't know they're fake Americans, but they're... Anyway, read it.
1: Uh, Yeah. Big Oil is using fake Americans, quote-unquote, to defend billions in tax subsidies. The American Petroleum Institute is running full-page ads in Politico and Roll Call that attack Congress for... Uh, quote, new energy. Uh, Congress will li- likely consider new taxes on America's oil and natural gas industry. These new energy taxes will produce wide-reaching effects and ripple through our economy. Well, that right there is the ad. What That's the ad. Saying. <laughs> That's what they're saying.
0: It's no time to burden Americans with new energy costs.
1: Yeah. So they go on for like a few lines about that, like, oh, the taxes are coming. And the target of this ad is the Obama administration's effort to remove thirty six billion dollars in loopholes and subsidies for the oral industry, Can you believe that that 's not even a tax
0: has subsidies they are subsidized
1: Wow, yeah, and see that 's just a dishonest ad because if they're if they 're calling it a tax and it 's just really removing a loophole that 's not the same thing
0: well, mainly this article is actually talking about the fact that in when they're when they 're saying this all these words in the background they're showing pictures of workers yeah like a guy leaning up against a forklift um, a, a workhouse a warehouse worker holding a large wrench and it turns out all these pictures are what they call stock photos yeah like you can go online and there's companies that you know have stock photos so they didn't like literally go take a picture of an actual worker yeah it's someone you know that they that a company dressed up and they're just stock photos out Yeah,
1: there. it's an actor playing a worker. Right,
0: and so it's not actual workers that they have in this ad. Yeah. And so people are, you know, and this is standard practice for doing
1: ads. Yeah, and I...
0: When it, they're when they're doing an ad on the behalf of somebody specific, <laughs> they should show that specific person.
1: Yeah, they should. So And uh, API, the American Petroleum Institute, was also... Uh, caught trying to add diversity to its ads by photoshopping minorities into the stock photography. Mm-hmm. So they these these are underhanded methods, you know. Like if someone disagrees on a topic and they choose to present a disagreement, that's that's fine to me, you know. That's free speech. But when you start saying things that aren't true and having these images of people who aren't really supporting your cause and all that, I don't like I don't like that.
0: Well, I don't like that we're subsidizing big oil. And, I mean, we're paying the price for these subsidies. Not Not only do we use our taxpayer dollars to pay for these subsidies, but by making it so that the gasoline is cheaper, it makes it so that our health is more affected because of the pollution of the vehicles and there's no incentive for um, the companies to produce cars that are more energy efficient. Yeah, I mean, in every other country I've read about, they don't, Subsidize gasoline to the tone of 50%. And therefore, they have a lot more small cars and people drive less. Yeah.
1: Um, and that number again, in case people mixed it, missed it, uh, $36 billion in loopholes and subsidies for oil. And that's <laughs> not
0: tax incentives. That's just the loopholes and subsidies for the oil industry. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we almost missed this one again. We talked about this one in the past. But I wanted to make sure we got it in here and talked about it in more detail. Water footprint labels to become as important as ENERGY STAR labels. World Water Day is approaching. It's March 22nd, if you'd like to mark your calendar. And there's no better time than now to start focusing on the importance of water footprints. They're working hard on figuring out how to account for carbon in products and services. But equally as important is the company's water footprint. This is literally how much water they use. Calculating water footprints can help businesses and communities better understand and prepare for the impacts of global water scarcity, according to expert. And if the so-called embedded water information ends up on a product label somewhat similar to the U.S. government's Energy Star label that indicates energy efficiency... Or the US EPA's Water Sense label, which measures water efficiency, consumers may be able to choose products based on water footprints. The idea of putting a water footprint label on food is nothing new. We've been talking about that for quite some time. For example, avocados require 220 gallons of water, butter as much as 2,000 gallons of water, And then um, beef comes in at a whopping 2,500 to 5,000 gallons of water. So how would you know this unless the items were labeled? Mm. So
1: any ideas? (laughs) (laughs) Have to just use your psychic powers. (laughs) So labels would help. And
0: there is organization like the Water Footprint Network. And um, so far, um, only a few companies have signed up to the Water Footprint label. Um, One of them is the beer giant S.A.B. Miller. They're the first one to sign up, and they've unveiled the first detailed corporate water footprint at this year's World Water Week Conference in Stockholm. So World Water Day is approaching March 22nd. Mark your calendar, and I hope... That you have put on your slicker because it is cold
1: and wet. Yes, there's water outside. (laughs) And
0: it's actually not that cold. It's just we got spoiled (laughs) this week. I was actually, um, had to drive down to Tennessee to do a site visit at a university, and it was 76 degrees (laughs) that day.
1: Well, it's sort of, it only seems cold because it's sort of like a slap in the face, it's warmer, 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 warmer cold (laughs) (laughs) it's just like just weather. thou art teasing yes but this is good spring weather
0: though (laughs) we'll see you again on the radio next week please email us i said that a bunch this time Hmm. i think i feel like i need some validation i need some contact from the people who are listening to this show (laughs) we'll see (laughs)
1: Well, we'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week, too. (laughs)
0: We'll see you again on the radio next week.